Welcome to episode four of the Eventually Games podcast. I'm Matt, and this is the show where I eventually talk about video games. So uh, the weekend before last, we went to a BTS uh, event, the the Korean uh, pop group. Um, there was like a uh, a Samsung BTS event in Harajuku in uh, Tokyo, and my family were quite adamant that we went. Um, basically, you you went, you tried out the new Samsung phone, and you were given some merchandise, BTS merchandise that you can't get anywhere else. Um, so we went there. I think it opened about eleven. We got there. I don't know, maybe half ten, something like that. And you could see there was a bit of a queue outside the building. So we kind of walked up the alleyway to join the back of the queue. And this queue just kept going and going and going. It was a few hundred meters we had to walk down this alley until we got to the end of the queue. We joined the line. I mean, at that point, we were thinking, do do we wait? Do we give up? Is this going to take forever? But once it got to 11, it started to move pretty quick. Um, the the staff in charge of the line assured us that, you know, you go in, you get a ticket and then you come back later. So the line shouldn't be that long. Um, but this was a deceptively long queue because when you got inside, the queue actually went up five sets of stairs and then wound all the way back down the stairs again. So we were inside the building, this hot building, this really poorly air-conditioned stairwell for another hour, just waiting for these tickets. Anyway, we got these tickets. Family were very happy. They could go back later in the day and, and could attend this event, could get their lovely BTS um, postcards, fans, whatever it was they got. Um, I, I left before the actual event. I went to meet some friends to, 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 uh, to hit up a beer garden. Um, but that was always the plan. I wasn't just abandoning my family. Um but yeah, a line, a good line is kind of the difference between order and chaos. And um, I've been thinking about lines a fair bit the last, well, few weeks, I suppose. When we came back, well, when we went to England um, early on in August, the lines at Heathrow were pretty bad, especially when we were leaving Heathrow to come back to Japan. Uh, especially going through security, there were very long lines, long waits. Um, we got to the airport like three hours before we needed to, so we were okay. We 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 made it through in good time. But the uh, the lines there were extensive. Um, coming back into Japan at the time, you still had to do the PCR test seventy two hours before you could re-enter the country. Um, you have to fill in like an app, and it all gets processed before you get there. So when we got to Narita Airport, the queues were actually a lot better than I was expecting. Um, it's pretty straightforward. Um, certain queues you had to go through, you had to show certain certificates, you had to show that your app had been processed and accepted. I know there's talk now of tourists being let back into the country and visas being opened up, visitor visas. Um, it will be interesting to see how they handle that at the airport. Um, I know there's not PCR requirements, but I'm sure there'll be some kind of requirement and after two and a bit years of no tourists or very, very limited tourists being allowed in the country, it'll be interesting to see how smoothly that goes. Um, the other reason why I was thinking about queues was, well, we're getting to games maybe a bit earlier than we usually would, but Splatoon 3 got uh, released in Japan a few days ago and its launch has been massive. It's been huge. I've got the numbers in front of me. I think it was 3.45 million copies were sold in the first three days, which I think I'm right in saying is the biggest ever Switch launch in the first three days. 
maybe on any console. I don't know. I might be wrong about that. I'd have to. I'd have to research that. Maybe you can do it for me. Um, but there were also pictures of people queuing up outside of shops, which in this day and age of online shopping, pre-orders, etc., it's kind of a thing of the past. Kind of not something you see all that often. Um, so it was interesting to see that again. I often hear about the the kind of the legendary launch of Dragon Quest three, which is in 1988. Um, I think it got released maybe quite later than in the US. I'm not sure if it even got released in Europe. But in 1988, I think it was maybe February 1988. Um, if you Google that online, you will see like in Akihabara, places like that, just these massive queues of people. The series was already like a, a cultural phenomenon at that point. Um, and there's the old story that this was on a weekday and so many hundreds of school children were arrested for being truant from school, not going to school, skipping school to go pick up their copy of Dragon Quest 3. And as the story goes, after that, Enix, Square Enix now, Enix at the time, the, the developer and publisher of, of Dragon Quest actually decided that for subsequent Dragon Quests, they would release them on weekends to avoid this embarrassment of kids basically getting in trouble to come and get their new copy of um of dragon quest personally myself i queuing for video games isn't something i've done very often certainly isn't something i do anymore i was trying to think of the exceptions of when i did there's a couple that come to mind final fantasy 13 when it released in japan we were living there at the time in Japan. We're here now, but we moved back to England for several years between these stays. This was right near the tail end of my first day in Japan. Final Fantasy Thirteen was coming out. I think it was early December 2009. And it wasn't going to come out in the West until maybe the spring of the following year. So I wanted to get a copy. And I went early. I went to like seven in the morning. I queued up outside of, I guess it would have been Yorubashi Camera. Now, maybe it was Softmap. I think it might have been Softmap, but there were long queues. I remember joining that queue being very cold, going and getting my game and then um, taking loads of pictures, sharing them online. I had a one-up blog at that time on oneup.com, the much-missed oneup.com. I remember posting my blog of my first couple of hours impressions of, that, of Final Fantasy Thirteen on the morning it released and getting like the featured blog on the front page and beating all the other websites to it. That That, that was really good fun. The other one I remember is Street Fighter 4, which I think was also 2009, um, maybe February, March. It was, I think it was early in the year, but I accidentally joined the launch day queue for that. I had a client, I was teaching English at the time, I had a client in the Akihabara area. And um, I can't remember if I got there early or if they cancelled, but, but anyway, I had free time and I could see a line outside of Softmap when I oversaw what it was, saw it was Street Fighter 4, a game that I was already considering buying. And I joined the queue and, and I got my copy of Street Fighter 4 at launch by joining that queue. The only other one I can think of is the DS. So this would probably be back in like 2007, 2008. Again, we're in Japan. Um, the DS, much like the Wii, was very difficult to get hold of. At that time, you would go to Akihabara and shops would put signs outside their door to say, we've got stock coming in at this time. And as soon as people saw that, they would rush the shop. They would get outside the shop, join the queue, get ready for the stock coming in. They were flying off the shelves. They couldn't get them in quick enough. Um, and I remember queuing for certainly my wife's DS. I'm not sure if it was mine as well. 
and, and being in those queues and if you got near the front of the queue you could choose your color of your ds if not you were just going to get whatever they had um so yeah i think that that was probably the only other one the only other time i've queued for games to buy now queuing to play games that that's a different matter so Tokyo Game Shows this week. So I'm going to be at Tokyo Game Show this uh, Thursday and Friday. So that's the 15th of September and the 16th of September. I'll be there with a press pass. I'm going to be attending on the press days. I'm going to be covering that on this podcast. I'm also going to be covering that on my blog, TooManyWires.co.uk. I'll also be posting loads of impressions on uh, Twitter as well. If you want to follow me on Twitter, that's TooManyWires underscore. That's many spelt out T-O-O many wires underscore um so i've been attending tokyo game show as press on and off since 2009 um so i'm quite accustomed to joining lines and um sometimes for good reasons sometimes for bad reasons i I was trying to think what the um longest line i was in at tokyo game show and i think it would have been horizon zero dawn at the playstation booth this would have been You'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. I think it would probably be 2016. I remember queuing for that game and it was one of those queues, again, a deceptive queue where you queued outside. You could tell it was going to be a long queue. They would put a sign up saying this is going to take an hour, an hour and a half. But then you reached a curtain and the expectation was once you got through the curtain, you're going to sit down and play a demo. But no, you got through that curtain and it was another massive queue that kind of wrapped around the back of the PlayStation's booth. I think that queue was the best part of three hours. It was certainly over two hours. At that point, I just wanted to sit down. I didn't care what the demo was. I didn't enjoy the demo. I don't know if that was because I was just in such a foul mood because of the queue or if um, or if the game just didn't really suit me. It actually put me off the game completely because I, that was a game I was looking forward to and I never bought it. I didn't bother. I didn't bother with the sequel either. So I do wonder if that um, that queue kind of messed me up. Another queue I remember joining, maybe kind of around the same time, maybe 2017, was Sekiro. I remember queuing up for that. And it was quite a long queue, maybe not as long as that Horizon queue. But I remember as I got towards the end of the queue, you could see where you were going to sit down. And they were filming the people playing. And they had some of the developers there, some of the the development team watching people play. And I just remember getting really nervous and just absolutely sucking at that demo. I was awful, could not do anything, um, couldn't figure out my ass or my elbow. Um, and just having the entire crew watching me, it was being recorded, it was being put on a big screen, I think, as well. I just remember being super embarrassed by that. Um, also, back in the day, I don't think they do it now, but Capcom used to rent out a hotel suite or a conference room in the hotel next door to the main venue of Tokyo Game Show. And if you had the right connections, you'd be able to go in. One year, I was fortunate enough to get an invitation. And I remember going in, and it was bliss. There was just no queues. There were all these TVs set up. There was merchandise you could help yourself to, drinks, snacks, whatever. And you could just take your time and enjoy the games. And it was great. Um, again, I embarrassed myself, as I often do. I remember Seth Killian who I, from from memory was quite a big deal in the Street Fighter community at the time. I think he was working for Capcom at that time. There was a Street Fighter game. It would have been like 2010 maybe, so I'm not even sure what it would have been. Maybe Ultra, Street Fighter 4 Ultra, something like that. And I remember playing my mate in front of Seth Killian and, and um, again, being terrible at it. 
and being really embarrassed. And Seth Killing just being really nice trying to help me. But I mean, I was a lost cause. Also in that booth, they had a cancelled game. Mega Man... Mega Man Universe, I want to say, was the name. It was a Mega Man game similar to Mario Maker, where you kind of... You played user-created levels. It was bad. It was really unresponsive. It was really difficult, really unintuitive. You could kind of tell it was going to be cancelled, but yeah, it's kind of cool being able to play games that most people never ever play because that they never came out. Um, so yeah, um, Tokyo Game Show. Been attending for a while. I will be attending later this week. Of the things that I'm most looking forward to at Tokyo Game Show, I mean, I love Tokyo Game Show. It's like my Christmas. I I just adore going there. Um, I was so relieved to be able to um, to get my press pass sorted this year and actually get some paid work as well for some previews that I wrote uh, for Tokyo Game Show. Um, the game I'm probably most looking forward to, I guess, would be probably Street Fighter VI, actually. Again, I'm not very good at these games, but, but uh, it seems like an ideal Tokyo Game Show demo game, something you can jump straight into. You know what you're going to do. You know what it's going to look like. It's going to be fun. You're going to be able to enjoy it straight away. Um, the Crisis Core, uh, Final Fantasy Crisis Core remake, I believe is going to have a playable demo at Square Enix. So that's one that I'm really keen to play. I really enjoyed that game on the PSP. Haven't been back to it since. Obviously, it hasn't appeared anywhere but the PSP until this until this new remaster. So I'm looking forward to playing that. Uh, also, Forsaken, the new action RPG that Square's pushing. Uh, I've got kind of mixed feelings on what I've seen of it so far, but but I definitely want to give it a go. I want to want to give it a chance. Um, looks looks interesting at the very least. Um, what else have we got? You've got the PSVR 2. I'm not a big VR fan, but I would like to give that a try, see what improvements they've made. It's going to be for the um, Biohazard Village, Resident, Resident Evil Village. Am I saying? Is it Village? I think it is. has a VR mode, and that's going to be playable on PlayStation VR 2, the first time that the public's had a chance to, to try that. So that will be interesting. I'm a bit of a Sega um, a bit of a Sega fan, certainly from back in the day. So I'm sure I'll try Sonic Frontier as well. Not holding out much hope. I don't think I've enjoyed a Sonic game for, um, I was going to say many years. Realistically, it's probably many decades. Um, but but I'll certainly give that a go. So yeah, a lot of excitement this week. We've also got a Nintendo Direct later today. That should be great. We've got a State of Play from Sony. I think that's tomorrow. We, we may learn some stuff about Final Fantasy 16 in that one. I think I saw that there's going to be a special uh, stream from Sega for uh, the Yakuza series. There's always a new Yakuza at Tokyo Game Show. I'm assuming this year there won't be, but it will be announced, hopefully, before the show, even if it won't be at the show. So that'll be really interesting. So there's just there's just a lot going on at the moment. TGS week, it's, it's a fun time to like video games. So I, I hope you guys will enjoy it as much as I know I will. Great. And that's it for today. Um, good speaking to you as always. Um, please catch me on my blog, toomanywires.co.uk, at Twitter, toomanywires underscore. And I am hoping to post at least one podcast of some hands-on impressions later this week from uh, the show floor at Tokyo Game Show. Um, great. Thank you very much. I'll catch you again soon. Goodbye. <laughs>